Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, and a gracious hello to you. I pray that all is well wherever you may be hearing the sound of my voice. It is getting a little chilly outside, so I pray that you are in a warm place. Um, If you are on the northeastern coast of the United States, it's a bit, bit stormy and cold. But I pray that you are safe and have um, secured yourself with a nice warm blanket or a hot cup of tea or chocolate, and you are well. Hi, this is Elder Coilette James, and welcome to the It's Real Radio broadcast, where we deal with real talk on real issues. I pray that, hallelujah, you would share this with your friends and neighbors and anyone that you know that may need some encouragement or just uh, to listen to some good chatter. (laughs) Anyway, um, we wanted to deal today with the art of giving thanks. We're winding down here in America to the day of giving thanks for this country, um, Thanksgiving, which will be this Thursday. But, you know, one thing that I would love for us as the body of Christ, because, you know, we are a faith-based radio broadcast, and so as being that, as the body of Christ, we have to acknowledge the fact that we do not wait for one day out of the year to give thanks. I, I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays because it's a time where I can gather my family together and we can enjoy a meal together and talk about the things that we are so grateful for in life. And I think that that's a bonding time when you can come together and give thanks together. We join in and we pray and it, the prayer goes around the room for everybody in the room to acknowledge something that they're giving God thanks for. So I, I love that that um, type of unity and camaraderie in the family. But, again, um, as the body of Christ, we have to know that we are in a place, hopefully, of perpetual giving of thanks. Um, I have learned over the years, and, and God has blessed me to see 62 this year, that, you know, it becomes for me, it has become, let me say that, for me it has become much easier 
to count my blessings and to recognize things that, you know, I have um, to be thankful for. And I, I, I would really wish to encourage everybody that's listening that we come out of that mode of complaining and grumbling and finding fault um, with everything that is going on around us. We have to get into a place of thanksgiving. We really have to get into a place of thanksgiving. I give give um, honor to my pastor right now because Pastor Deontay C. Atkinson of the Kingdom Family International Church of Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> but um, he has us currently in a series of on prayer and dealing with prayer being communicating with God about God. And then um, last week, God impressed upon his heart to call us into a time of uh, 21-day consecration, which is awesome um, to come as a body, as a corporate body, to consecrate ourselves before God and to give ourselves over to God. And, and today he dealt with complaining, Um and how our complaints will hinder us from the blessings of God, how complaints um, root um, itself in worry, um, mistrust, misdirected focus. Um, he, he came from several different places and areas as he dealt with the, the thing about complaining and as he did that, you know, I had to sit there. I really did. I had to sit there and say, you know what, God, I, I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry, okay? I know beyond a shot of a doubt that I have times of complaining. Um, most of them are not really even outwardly spoken, but I rehearse them over and over again in my mind. And according to the word of God, as a man thinketh, so is he, or as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. So, therefore, if I am sitting, murmuring, complaining about this, that, and the other, um, hmm, that's not a good thing. And especially if I'm doing it internally, because who's internal with me hearing all of this but God? <laughs> you know? I mean, think about it. We, it I, huh. Wow, even as I'm sitting here and I'm conversing with all of you, things are just popping up in my spirit that, you know, if I pray internally to God and I speak to him about him and I talk to him about my desires and my wants and my wishes and, and I, I sit and I want to hear from him and I want to hear his voice and I want his leading and his guiding and his direction on things that pertain to my life. And if I do all of that internally, then if I'm complaining and murmuring internally, okay, then I'm doing that before him too. I'm doing that before him too. And that's not good. That is so not good because, again, as I said before, we have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for. I look at the division in our society, um, in our country, and and I, you may be listening to this in a different country, but in the United States of America, I think that 
other than during the, the days of the Civil War, we couldn't be more divided. I am so serious. And maybe we might have even surpassed those days. Clearly, those days are back and those lines have been drawn. And there is open and outward um, expression of how we feel about the different races, about the different cultures, just about life in general. It, this country is so divided right now. But you know what? It, what excuse me. What grieves me? Excuse me. Is not so much the divide in the country as the divide in the body of Christ, because we've forgotten how to appreciate our diversity. We have forgotten how to appreciate the fact that we were all fearfully and wonderfully made. We are all unique in who we are, and we are all entitled to have our own opinions. And I don't have to belittle you, talk down to you, um, call you out of your name, make fun of you, gossip about you, threaten you, or do bodily harm to you just because I don't agree with you, just because I don't agree with you. And so I think that, I think that looking at that and, and giving thought to that says that we have definitely learned or, let me see, unlearned, <laughs> let me put it that way, we have definitely unlearned how to appreciate one another, to appreciate our diversities, excuse me, to, to appreciate, appreciate our uniqueness, and to appreciate our ability to think outside of the box, to think outside of the box. As the body of Christ, I believe that we're all governed by the same um, statutes and precepts as a body of Christ. Now, this is, this is, we are a group within a group, okay? So I'm not just talking about America because America has a different philosophy on a lot of different subjects and classifications and um, statutes, okay? I am talking directly right now to those of us that profess to be disciples of Jesus Christ because that, in essence, is what a quote-unquote Christian should be. It's not about religion. It is about, a first and foremost, a relationship with God, God being God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the triune God all in one. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, it denotes that you are a disciple. What is a disciple? It is a student, one that sits at the feet of another and learns from that that individual. And if we are saying that we are, quote, unquote, Christians, then we are to be disciples of Christ. Not only are we sitting at his feet and learning of him, but we are to carry out our lives with him as our prime example on how we live our lives. And we are not doing that. We are not doing that as the body of Christ. We are not allowing the love of God to shine forth through us. We are not um, allowing ourselves to be um, love agents for God where he can love on others through us. We are not, uh, we're not allowing, aligning ourselves with the laws that govern the kingdom of God. There are so many different places where we're falling short 
of where we should be in our walk with him. There are so many um, different issues that we encounter on a daily basis where we have the opportunity and um, the ability to share forth his love in appreciation and gratitude of another of another human being's existence upon this earth, and we do not do it. We do not do it. So we uh, we need to learn. <laughs> we need to learn. We need to go back and and rethink how we deal with one another. It takes a millisecond to say thank you. <laughs> Just boom, thank you. Do you know that a thank you? speaks louder than probably any other words you can say other than I love you, if you mean it from your heart, just to acknowledge that someone has um, went out of their way or someone has done something that they did not have to do, and because of that, you want to say thank you. Someone gives you a compliment, a simple thank you, uh, just an expression of gratitude for what they did. Someone provides something for you, a thank you is in order. It's on a small scale, you know, think about, hmm, well, this is deep. This is deep. God just dropped this in my spirit. Think about the word of God that says that if you give a glass of water to a prophet, you can expect a prophet's reward. And I am pulling that up. I am actually going to pull that up because we need to we need to understand how important okay, where's my cop lock on? We need to understand how important our our acknowledgement our acknowledgement of um the small things that people do for us. Just just the small things. Just the small things. Hold on one second because I, I really want you to hear and, and get a, a good understanding of how just the little things, the little things that you can do for somebody. Listen to this. Um, along the same line of thought. Yeshua said that anyone who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And there's somewhere else that um, I saw, I remember, like if you give the prophet a glass of water, just a glass of water, you know, the reward is immense. When you think about that, when you think about that, it should put things into perspective on how we deal with one another. You know, how we deal with one another is vital. How are you dealing with those that are in your whole in your home? To even like courtesy in your home. And a lot of times I've been in people's homes and I've seen that, you know, little things go unacknowledged. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Why is it that we will treat a total stranger on the street with more kindness, more dignity than we treat people that is within our home, our own home? Why is that? I don't understand that, but it is truth, and that's that we do that. We do that. We have to get to a place of understanding the importance 
of the people that are in our lives and showing appreciation for them and showing our gratitude for them and not just one day out of the year. Even I I know when Christmas rolls around and people um, show gratitude by purchasing gifts for people that they work with or purchasing gifts for um, people uh, like Okay, you see this all the time on on different television shows. If a person has a doorman, um, or a person has a security guard, or whatever, my my husband used to work in security, and they would people would give gifts um, during Christmas. They would give gifts. But why is that? Why is it that just that one time of the year were those gifts given, or the person was acknowledged? And I'm not saying that you have to buy presents for people all year round. What I'm saying is is just to acknowledge that they have shown kindness unto you. Acknowledge the fact that they are important and integral in your life. It's very, very important, and we don't do that. We don't do that as much as we should. I have pulled up some quotes um, about Thanksgiving and appreciation. And so I would like to read some of it to you um, just to just to kind of get your mindset. I, I, what, I, what my prayer is for this show today, um, I don't know where my co-host is, but as I am carrying the show today, what my prayer is is that um, you would focus in even more deeper during this week, this time of quote-unquote corporate Thanksgiving, that you would focus more in on the day-to-day appreciation for those that are around you. You know, if any of you have been listening to me for any length of time, you know that God really, really has me in a strong, influential vein right now. So most of what I do is is geared toward being a kingdom influencer, being someone that imparts into the lives of others. And part of that, part of that is definitely in the expression of gratitude and appreciation for those that you come in contact with. That builds, that helps to build your platform as an influencer because the more you acknowledge someone's existence and their importance, the more they will be in tune to you. They will be more prone to listen to you and receive from you to allow you to pour into their lives. So anyway, let's look at some of these quotes, okay? Um, first one says, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Now think about that, and I definitely can understand that. If you're saying that you appreciate somebody but you never express that you appreciate them or you think with inside yourself that, you know, this is a really nice person and, and I need to do something for them, but you never do, your thought at that point becomes a moot issue because or your feelings, your emotions at that point becomes moot. Why? Because you never outwardly told that person how you felt. People go through so much guilt and remorse because they allow time to pass them by without picking up a phone and calling someone to say, I love you, or without telling someone that you appreciate them or telling someone the impact that they had on your life. I, I have a, um, a childhood friend, someone that I grew up with, 
But, you know, our lives went in separate directions, and um, I probably, to be honest with you, have not seen this individual in easy 40, over 40 years, over 40 years. Um, No, no, I take that back, over 30 years. I have not seen this individual for over 30 years. But the last time that I physically was in the same um, space, as they were in, this person had given her life to the Lord, um, and there was just such a glow about her and such a, a peace within her that it made me take note and, and talk to her about it. And she expressed to me that at that time that, you know, she had given her life to the Lord and, you know, things were much different in her life and what have you. This is one of the individuals, I kid you not, this was one of the individuals just seeing the peace and the change in her life that caused me to want to seek after God more, to want to find out what was behind that aura of peace that she had because I didn't have that. I didn't have that type of peace in my life. And just two days ago, and this was over 30 years ago this happened. Uh, I've been walking with the Lord 30 years myself now. And just two days ago, I had the opportunity to express to this individual the impact that she had on my life over 30 years ago. Now, I haven't seen her in all that time. We uh, I, we actually reconnected on Facebook um, probably about five, six years ago. And periodically, you know, we'll send each other a post or a hello or whatever. But I never shared with her the impact that her transition had on my life until two days ago, until two days ago. Um, and she was just blown away because she did not know. We should not allow things like that to be go unsaid, seriously. When someone has an impact on your life, there should be an expression of gratitude quickly about what you receive from that person. Don't just sit on it because you never know if or when you may ever see that person again. Life is it can end so abruptly um, without warning or without notice. And don't let it be said that, oh, my God, I never told them this, 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 and this. I never let them know how much I appreciated them. I never told them how much I loved them. Don't let that be said. Don't let that be said of anyone that has impacted your life. Seriously. Again, this is a time of of a corporate coming together and giving them of thanks for this country, but in your life, allow your time of coming together and giving thanks in the lives of others to be universal. Let it go on forever and ever. Let your your heart of gratitude be expressed every chance you get, every chance you get. Now, how do you express that? You can do that in so many different ways. You know, you can do it with gifts. You can do it with with love or just, you know, saying how much you appreciate that person. Most important is let your attitude, let your how you your reflection of how you treat that person, let that be a reflection of how much you appreciate that person. 
seriously. Go out of your way to do something nice. Go out of your way to express um, your care for that person. Go out of your way to make sure that person person realizes how important they are to you and in your life. This is important. This is vital. This is vital. I'm so serious. This is vital that we do that. We have to learn to express our appreciation of others more and more and more. Because I'll tell you something, when you appreciate a person, it gives that person encouragement. It really does. And most of the time, they're not looking for a pat on the back. They're not looking for accolades. They're not looking for appreciation. They are just doing what they do because it's in them to do it. You find people that, you know, it is just their heart's desire to be a blessing unto others. But as you acknowledge the life that they live, as you acknowledge their kindness unto you, it encourages them to keep moving, to keep going, and to know that all that they do is not in vain. And, again, I'm saying this that I hope it gets in your spirit that 90% of the time the people that do what they do, they don't do it for accolades. They don't do it for your acknowledgement or a pat on the back or anything like that. They do it because it's within them to do. They just That's just who they are. It's just within them to do these things. But let it be within you to acknowledge these things, to acknowledge these things, because like I said, that goes a long way with people. Let's look at some more quotes here. Um, Here's one. This is by Oprah Winfrey, and it says, Be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And that's good. That's good. Seriously, if you are thankful for the little things, it opens up the door for bigger things. If you don't, even with your relationship with God, you know, be thankful in the small things. Don't just look for, oh, my gosh, you know, I need miracles. Let me say this. Miracles come in small packages a lot of times. There are obviously big, big, huge miracles of health and restoration and and um, regeneration and different things like that that we receive from God. But the little things, the little things, the fact to me that I can open my eyes up in the morning, that that to somebody may be a really small thing to me. That's, that's a major thing. It's a major thing to me because I, I have lived life long enough to know how swiftly death can come. And you don't know from one moment to the next when it might come and knock at your door. So if I open my eyes, if he sees me through a day, if he allows me to, to spend another moment with my family, I love that. And, and I have to be grateful for that. I have to be grateful for that. So I've learned, again, that in, in the slightest things to give things. Here's another one. No one who achieves success does so without acknowledging the help of others. The wise and confident acknowledge this help with gratitude. Okay, this is Alfred North Whitehead. So, you know, you nobody achieves anything that they do by themselves. Now, I, I kind of beg to differ with, with here 
some of this because it says no one who achieves success does so without acknowledging the help of others. There have been very, very successful people that did not acknowledge that they had help along the way. But you know what? Those are people that are very, very self-centered and normally very, very unhappy. Even though they have all that success, they're very, very unhappy. Okay? Normally, people that rise above and uh, or even aspire to rise above the norm, the status quo, and achieve greatness in life, it is because they have acknowledged people along the way that have helped them. And it has not just been a one-man show. They did not accomplish what they accomplished by themselves. So you know that whatever it is that you're striving towards, you're not going to get there by yourself. Therefore, it behooves you to acknowledge with gratitude those that walk alongside you, especially in your household. Again, I'm going to say this again because we devalue and we play down the people that are in our homes, our spouses, our children, our parents. We tend to devalue them and we'll give appreciation and accolades to others before we'll appreciate them. That should not be. That absolutely should not be. It should. Your your attitude and your um, gratitude and your appreciation should start in your home and fly and and um, and spread abroad. Actually, well, I see that my beautiful co-host has joined me, so I am going to let her give her take on the giving of thanks and how we express our gratitude and our appreciation for others. Good afternoon, my dear. How are you? Hey, beautiful. How are you? I am well, thank you. Awesome. So what would you like to share with our listeners about how we express our gratitude and and the importance of appreciating others? Wow, I have a lot to say. I guess it can really go very far about how we feel about it. Um, I used to think that Thanksgiving and appreciating someone was about giving of gifts of something, of a particular thing, and it's not about that. It's about loving someone, appreciating someone, grateful someone is in your life, Someone is doing something great in your life or helping you get through a certain situation. That's how I look up Thanksgiving. I used to think it was about the food, um, doing just different things in people's lives. I thought that's what mattered. But it's about really being grateful, really looking at life differently. Thank God that you're alive. Thank God that every moment mm-hmm. counts. Thank God that, you know, if you don't have anything, we keep going here over and over again. And I think it's important because people don't realize we're so caught up in what we think that Thanksgiving and think that it's supposed to be that every once in a while I think we still get caught up in the gift. Um, Please forgive me when I say gift. I think it's still caught up that we think we have to have the 25, 35-pound turkey We feel like we have to have all these things to make Thanksgiving, but we keep losing it. And I don't think that we mean to, sis. I think Mm -hmm. it's because we 
are so used to the ritual of things that we mm-hmm. forget it's about being grateful for the thing. Yes. And, and I keep telling people over and over again, I think that we'll go back here again when it comes to Christmas. We are so used to giving what we think giving is about that we lose mm-hmm. the whole point of life and what it's really about. When we lose ourselves and we lose the material, when we lose ourselves and what we think the materialistic values and things are supposed to be, then we're lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to love ourselves, love each other, love what we're grateful for. Not just saying it, not just doing it, but being truly grateful for life itself. If it's tuna, mm-hmm. if it's bread and butter, if it's cereal, guess what? Be thankful. We're still being, we're still eating, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hello? Hello? Pam? Okay, there you go. I'm here. I lost you for a minute. Okay. No, but you're right. You know, to to be thankful for the little things. We talked about that a little while ago. Um, I don't think we give enough credence to the little things. And the importance of just the day, just day to day life. You know, one thing about it: if you've ever been hungry, then you are most, 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 most grateful to have food, and you you become less picky with that food. Is you know, it might not be prime rib, it may be a hamburger patty, but you are grateful for that hamburger patty. Same way, if you've ever been homeless, you become much more grateful for the place of your dwelling, seriously, you know. Um, it is it is vital that we learn to give thanks in everything. Are you with me, Tanya? I'm here now, sis. It's okay. Oh, okay. I'm still here. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and finish your thought. You You had just kind of faded away for a minute. You know, I I tell people all the time, we get so lost in what it's really all about. We get so lost Mm -hmm. because we're so used to traditions. Why do we keep getting caught up in traditions? It's okay if you do it, but come back to yourself and realize. If you go to the dollar store, Kohl's, the mall, or wherever you go, it's about being thankful for who you are and what God is doing in your life. Please, Mm -hmm. please understand that. It's not about going to church. Are you going to church because you're really, truly getting something out of it? Are you going to Mm -hmm. church because you truly, this is what we do all the time. When I was young, Mm -hmm. and we talk about it, we laugh all the time about when we were young when we went to church. Well, when I went to church with my grandmother, we used to come home after church. We would only put on our slips. We would leave our stockings and everything on. We would put a robe on and because we had to go back to night church. 
That's what we were used to. But who are you? What are you truly grateful for? Are you grateful Mm -hmm. because God is good? Because he wakes you up every morning? Because you know without you, it could not be. Please hear me again. Stop getting caught up in the turkey, the this and that. This is what the Lord told me today. I went a month and a half ago. I got cornish hands. Then because of what I was used to, I bought a turkey. And what the Lord said to me was, now you have cornish hands and a turkey. What do you have all this for? What are you really Mm -hmm. grateful to me for? We're so used to buying. We're so used to doing. We're so needy in our spirits for what our grandmothers used to do, our mothers used to do. Now we do it. Why are you doing it? What are you truly grateful for? Mhm. That's true. We do get caught up in tradition. We really, really do. Um, and and that's not to say that all traditions are bad, you know. And the family dinner for for Thanksgiving, that's great. I I have no qualms about that because, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, I love the the day of. Thanksgiving to get the family together and that we all pray together. And like I said, we go around the room and everybody takes time to give God honor and thanks for something or someone in their lives. Um, and, and one of the reasons, though, that that's so near and dear to my heart is because some of my family members, that might be the only time that they actually look up to heaven and say, God, thank you for da 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 da. You know, I understand that everybody is not in church every Sunday. Everybody is not saying prayers every day. I understand that I have um, different family members in different walks of life and different avenues, but they each one will take the time on that day because we have gathered as a family, and that is one of our traditions, is you will go around the room and you're going to find something from the smallest to the oldest to give thanks to God for to say, you know, I recognize that I have something to be thankful for. And some of them sometimes you could tell, man, they were walking through things and they didn't feel like they had anything to be grateful for and they were only there because they wanted a meal, okay? But if you want that meal in my house on Thanksgiving, you're going to give thanks, okay? But, you know, the, the key was, though, to impart that in them. And now my grandchildren, that, that started with them as little ones and grow all the way up. Now they're grown with children of their own. They still remember that, and they know now. It's not drudgery. It's not, oh, my gosh, let somebody else start. Every one of them now know, and when it's time for us to do that prayer around the room, they're ready for it. You know, I think they've already thought it. They probably spent some time on the way to Grandma's house just thinking about, okay, so what am I going to say I'm thankful for today, you know, because they know that they're going to have to do that. But what it has done was instilled in them a desire to look within themselves and say, you know what, there is something that I have to be thankful for. I can find something. You're going to find something. If you don't do nothing but name off family members, you're going to find something that you're grateful for because you will not have an ungrateful spirit. You won't have an ungrateful spirit. And and that comes being trained up with a, a, a spirit of thanksgiving, seriously. 
I want to read um, another one. This is this is um, by Charles Schwab. This is his quote. He says that the way to develop the best that is in a person is by appreciation and encouragement. So remember we talked about a few minutes ago, if you are living an influential life, you know, the, the best way to reach somebody and to start building that platform of influence in their life is by appreciating them, letting them know that they have value and worth. And then when I read that quote, I said, oh, how appropriate. That is exactly what I was trying to say. He said it more eloquently. But, you know, it's exactly what I was trying to say. The way to develop the best that is in a person is by appreciation and encouragement. We have to learn to appreciate those that we come in contact with. You know, last week we talked about the the person sitting, uh, or a week before last it might have been, but the person sitting um, on the side of the road by the bridge, they're ready to jump, and by the, the, the sheer fact, that you took the time to acknowledge that, hey, you are of value, you're a human being, by just saying, hello, how are you? To acknowledge their existence could turn and flip that whole scenario around and for them to recognize if somebody else can see worth in me, you know, that can they can actually acknowledge my existence, then... I must be, it can literally change the trajectory of that person's life at that moment where there was hopelessness and they felt that they had no worth whatsoever. You're speaking and acknowledging them gives them credence. And we have to learn to do that. We really, really have to learn to do that. Here's another quote by Doris Day. It says, gratitude is riches, complaint is poverty. Gratitude is riches. Complaint is poverty. You know, if you are in a mindset of gratitude, you can accomplish so much more than in that mindset of complaining all the time. As I told you before earlier, my pastor is teaching, tell on that this very thing today about complaining and how it cuts your blessings off. And really, really complaining back in the Old Testament cost, cost a whole lot of people their lives because God just wasn't having it. When you complain and murmur all the time, you're never satisfied with anything. You are literally saying, you know, God, there's nothing you're doing in my life that's worth anything. And what what kind of attitude is that? to have with the Lord, that what he's doing, the mere fact that he woke you up, that he blessed you with life means nothing, we've got we've to gotta change that mindset. We have got to change that mindset. So, sis, tell us and share with us some different ways that you have found um, work in encouraging a person or showing appreciation to a person? What are some of the things that can be done um, in a person's life to show that you appreciate them? Okay, first, let me say this. It's heart-breaking tradition. Tradition, breaking tradition is a hard thing to do. I want to let everybody know, even when you think you're over it, even when you think you're done with it, before you know it, you're so used to doing it the way that you think that you're used to doing it. You're doing it. I want to first let everybody know that. I don't want anybody to feel today that I think that I'm 
holier than thou, that I think that I'm all that in a bag of chips, Doritos, and some Fritos, because I'm not. I'm just learning as I go with everything that we do, like Christmas. Um, I started early this time, getting things together, getting things what I thought is Christmas, getting things together what I thought is Thanksgiving. And before you know it, you're spending unnecessary finances and money. When you wake up today and you realize that you're grateful, when you wake up today and you realize that you don't have to be here, when you wake up today and realize that this doesn't have to be, that's when it finally clicks. And even then and only then do you still get caught up in what you naturally do. What I'm asking you to do right now is ask God to bring your focus back. Bring your focus back to what he has called it to be. It is so hard. I'm not telling you it's easy right now. It's difficult because what we're used to day to day, it takes over before we know it. Please hear me again. We're used to turkey on Thanksgiving the trimmings and all the beautiful things that it brings. We bring people around us that we know in our hearts that it's not right, but we still do it because that's Thanksgiving. We want people around. We bring people to the table. We prepare two and $300 for a meal. And when it's all over and you eat, guess what? The next day still brings what it brings, the next day. Please hear me right now. Ask God to give you your focus back, to give you what life truly means back. Please hear me. Tuna, bread, or nothing. Maybe you want to fast. Maybe you just don't feel like it. Some of us, I, I didn't feel like a whole lot of everything this year. I really didn't. The Lord said to me, why are you doing this? You have turkey in your freezer, Cornish hens in your freezer, and a chicken in your freezer. What is this really all about, Tanya? And I had to repent. I had to ask God to forgive me. And I had to truly ask him, give me my heart back. Give me my heart back for what it's really all about. And that's you. If I live today and I don't have a turkey, if I don't have tuna, if I don't have this, guess what? If I don't have a, th a thousand people around my table, I'm still living. I'm still breathing. I'm grateful because because of you, I'm alive today. Please hear me. That's what life is all about. Yeah, ma'am. It is. It is to, to be grateful. That That is very, very true. And to be thankful for what it is that you do have. That is very true, very true. And but in that gratitude, we still have to show we we what I was trying to get to, Tam, is how you express your gratitude and appreciation of others. You know, um, people that that show kindness unto you, people that you know we would tend to take for granted in our lives and overlook the little things that they do. Um, just to try to keep us happy or to make us happy or whatever. So what I'm asking is how 
Would you express your gratitude for the people in your lives that your life that is important to you, that you know um, go out of their way to try to provide or to make sure all is well with you, be it in your home, on your job, or what have you? I get you. Please hear me. And I get everything you're saying. I I went on a journey, a sabbatical of trying different churches. Please hear me what I'm going to say. I hope I answer this. Today I went to my church, and um, about a month ago, I said we were going to have a Thanksgiving dinner today for a pastor, first lady, down here that was celebrating their church combining with another church. Please hear me what I'm saying. This was called the Wild West Baptist Church. Get it? How you get it? However it is. They combine churches today. A month ago, I said I would make a sweet potato souffle. Hear me what I'm saying to you. Today, I did the sweet potato souffle. I did everything I could because that's what I said. Hear me what I'm going to say to you. I was a little, because what they told me, I thought I was only 30 minutes late. I came anyway with the sweet potato souffle to a new church. They're gathering with another church, a white church with a black church combining themselves together. This is what I've seen. I get what you're saying, but this is what I've seen. Why do we combine ourselves together? Why do we say we love God? Why do we say that we worship him in truth and everything that we are? I've had people in my life, let me tell you this first. I was down and out at one point in my life. I didn't know right now, just recently, how I, I can do this. Lord, I can't go on with this. I'm stuck because I'm seeing people. I see people say they love people, but they don't really love people. I see people gather together, but they're gathering together and they're not in your name. I see all this now. What am I supposed to do? Please hear me. I'm looking for somebody that will pray for me. I'm looking for somebody that will stand with me. Do we love each other like that today? Is it about the turkeys, the trimmings, and everything else? When's the last time that you prayed for someone? When's the last time that you stood for someone? When's the last time that somebody said that I'm down and out? I don't know if I can make it. And you prayed for someone. I get you. I promise I do. But every day I live my life over and over again, and I'm dealing with different people over and over again. And we say we love God, but do we? Are we loving God and loving the people? Are we loving God and loving the tradition? Am I making that point yet? Not quite. (laughs) My question is this. Just how would you, okay, somebody has done a kindness for you. How would you show your appreciation of that person? Sis. You show me kindness all the time. We're on the radio. We do what we do. How do I show my kindness? How do I show my gratitude? All I can tell people is every day is be the best that you can be. Be the best that you can be. Love God truly of who you are. I get what you're saying to me. Do I go to the dollar store and get a gift? Do I um, present a gift? How do I do that? I love you conditionally. 
You are my elder, my sister, my friend. I don't know any other way anymore. I, I tell people this. You can say I love you. You can say I'm grateful for you. You can go out and buy the most expensive gift. You can whatever. But how you love people honestly and how you support people honestly is just be there of who you are. You may not have money. You may not have possessions. Mm -hmm. You may not have Mm -hmm. anything to give. But give of yourself. Be there for Mm -hmm. them. Love them. Support them. Say something Mm -hmm. kind that you mean. I don't know any other way anymore. I thought it was about how my grandmama used to do it, how my mama used to do it. I thought that Thanksgiving was presenting a dinner, being there for somebody. It's not even about that. Be there for someone. Love them. Support them. It's not about money. Pray for them. Travail mm-hmm. for them. I don't know any other way. We keep thinking it's about something else, sis, and I'm lost. I'm really, truly lost this time. Because this time when you said what the subject was about, I thought I nailed it. I got it. This time, I don't have to be the learner or the listener. I, I know what I'm talking about but I don't know anymore. I just know that I love people honestly, and I may not have a lot to give. I met a young lady that came in my store the other day getting milk on wick for her child. I said, you must have just had a baby. She said, how did you know? I said, because I can tell the way you're walking. I can tell how slow. You must have just had a baby. How old is your baby? She said, five weeks. I said, it's cold outside. Where's your coat at? And she looked at me and said, I don't have a coat. Um, Would I present her a turkey? Would I present to her a gift certificate? No. My first thought was, go somewhere. If you can't go nowhere else, go to um, Goodwill. Go buy this young lady a coat. That's what Mm -hmm. I said. That's what came to me. Give her something that she can use. What I'm Mm -hmm. saying is, we shut our mouths sometimes when we shouldn't. I embraced her. I loved on her. And what I said to her was, I don't have a lot to give. Silver and gold, have I none. But this I have to give to you. Know that God is still with you. I know that it seems mm-hmm. like it's, it's awful sometimes. I know you're on WIC. You, this is your third child. I know right now you're coming out to get WIC, and you don't even have a coat on, and it's cold outside. What can I give you? If you were, God said, do I give you a stone? Do I give you what do I give you? Silver and gold. I don't have anything to give. But you can still mm-hmm. give your smile. You can still give yes. your concern. You can still about. give yes. your gratitude. You don't have to mm-hmm. give anything to anybody. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. that young lady didn't want anything. But to know that somebody cared about her. I embraced exactly. her. You know what yes. I told her? I'm mm-hmm. working on a job. I don't have anything. There was a time I thought I had something to give you. But let me tell you, God still loves you, and no matter where you are and who you are, it's going to be okay today. Guess what? I looked at my trunk, sis, because I normally keep some coats and stuff. Lord, I told her I mm-hmm. thought I had a coat in here to give you. I don't have a coat to give you. But if you come back, guess what? I'm going to have something for you. What I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you is I meet homeless people every day. I meet people down and out every day. What people want to know is that it's okay today. It's okay no matter where you are, what level you're on, or who you are, God still loves you. 
I don't have anything to give. I used to think I had money, possessions, and different things to give. I don't have any of that anymore. All I have is myself. And what I, she looked at me, and she embraced me, hugged me, and loved on me and said, thank you. Because what she thought was she was lower than me because she didn't even have a job. She was on WIC, but I had a job. I'm still the same level. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying to you is, sis, you've been good to me all my life. You've given me, you loved on me. Anywhere I've ever gone in the world, you've given me a place to stay. How do I love on you right now? I don't have any money to give you. But all I want to say is thank you. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for your Christ-like attitude, your gratitude of caring for me. You didn't have to, but you did. And guess what people don't know? Silver and gold have I none. But this I have to give to you, just like the man at the gate of beautiful. The disciples looked at him and said, we don't have anything. I wish we had money to give you. Silver and gold have I none, but this I have to give unto you, the word of God. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. life. That's where we're losing. Yeah. That's where we're losing everything at. Guess what? Just speak a word over me. Just tell me it's going to be okay. Just tell exactly. me that I mean something. I went to a church right. today that I didn't know anybody, sis. It was white people. Majority was white people. I sat next to this white girl. You know what I told her? Oh, this is your mm. lucky day today. You thought I was going to leave you alone, but I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you. God asked me to ask you, what are you, getting, what are you doing with your gifts that you have? She looked at me. No, I didn't want to say that to her. I didn't have anything to give her. I didn't have no money or anything to offer her. But what I had was the word of God that was in my mouth. Mm-hmm. God said he loves Amen. you. Spite of who you are, spite of how big you are, how little you are, what, how you think you're worthy, how you are, but you're worthy. And that's all I have is the word of God in my mouth. What else can I say? What else do you give? Can you tell me, sis? You said basically the the crux of of what I was trying to get to. You, you basically it was just of giving of yourself. That you know what I'm saying. Your your expression of gratitude and appreciation of others is how you give yourself back to them. You know, if they are going out of their way to be a blessing to you, how do you acknowledge that is by giving of yourself back to them, of being a blessing in return in their lives. And it's the same thing with God. It's, you know, he loves us unconditionally. He's always there. How do we express our gratitude for him and our appreciation for him? It's of a giving of ourselves back to him. It's not about money, fame, or fortune. And as we've talked about that with dealing with with, um, influence, your legacy is not about how much money you have. It's not about how much property you have and who had the best car and all of that. Your legacy is how did you impact the lives of the people you came in contact with. And that's over into the lives of people that have been influential and impacted your life. What do you do for somebody like that? It's not about running out to the store to buy something. Gifts are nice. Don't get me wrong. I all love to receive gifts. 
but it is of giving of yourself back to that individual. Being, as you just said, Tanya, being there for that person, making sure that if that person has, needs a shoulder to lean on, that your shoulder is available. Making sure that if that person needs a listening ear to listen to them, that your ear is attentive and available. It is all in giving back of yourself to that person. So, yes, ma'am, you finally did. <laughs> you answered the question. You came for what, what I was looking for is how in our expressing our gratitude and our appreciation for others, how do we do it? Giving thanks. We give of ourselves. That's how we give thanks. We give of ourselves. Well, we thank and praise God. We're at the end of the show. show kind of picked up and moved on. But at any rate, we want collectively to wish each and every one of you an incredibly blessed Thanksgiving holiday. Um, As Tanya has so eloquently put it throughout the show, it's not about if you have a turkey, a ham, a lamb, or whatever your normal feast consists of. It's all about the gratitude that's in your heart, and that should be a daily occurrence, not just one day out of the year, daily have an attitude and a spirit of gratitude so that you can acknowledge and be grateful and thank you and thankful for everything that God has given unto you, starting with your very life, starting with your very life. So I wish you all just an incredible week. Um, I pray that you would reflect on all the blessings and benefits that God has bestowed upon you during this week, take some time to be inter-reflective and thank him. Take some time to just really, really recognize and understand the glory of God that is present in your life and give thanks unto him. And in the interim, please make sure that you acknowledge those that have sown into your life as well, just with a thank you, or I love you, or I appreciate you. Okay? I love you. Amen. I love you, sis. I'm kind of, you're fading out. But anyway, um, love you bunches. I pray your your holiday is a blessed one as well. And to all of you, to all of you, happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's keep it real.